0: This is episode 82. How are you celebrating your clients? Thank you so much for joining me. Stephanie Lanes Institute Beauty Business Podcast. This is Stephanie Lanes. My voice is going to be going in and out, getting over a little cold, but I love talking about celebrating your clients. We are on the eve of our first mastermind for the year, and that's creating events for your entire year for your business. And I have folks from the esthetician business community joining me tomorrow to actually look at how to celebrate their clients the one thing i always love to talk about is when i transitioned from understanding that every client is more than a transaction and when i started doing that and started hosting events and one day events and celebrating the clients that came in and grateful for them giving me money my business completely changed and I've actually been coaching estheticians in this space about celebrating their clients, doing client appreciations, doing one day events, um, or just doing, you know, thank you. Thank you notes. Thank you, uh, cupcakes. Thank you, cookies, those kinds of things, because it will change the way your clients respond and react to your business. If you are in the business right now and you've really never celebrated your client's It doesn't have to be complicated. And I think a lot of estheticians think that what I'm saying is throwing a big bash and having all these people and catering and all. That's not what I'm talking about. You can celebrate your clients from having a simple thank you note to a simple little uh, water bottle with a nice snack when they leave. Anything you put in a mesh bag, your clients are going to appreciate. It doesn't have to be. Complicated. But what I do find is estheticians who struggle in the business and have a lot of ebbs and flows. And when I say ebbs and flows, I mean not their clients aren't as consistent as they could be. It's because there is a missing element in that space. And most of the time, it's celebrating the client. They know that they're coming and there's going to be a transaction, they're coming to pay for a service. But what I like to help estheticians look at in a very different way is celebrating them being grateful for them and showing them the appreciation that you know, that is, it's a transaction. And celebrating and appreciating go such a long way. I have a esthetician that I'm working with right now. And she threw an event first time to celebrate her clients. And she did this instead of doing a Black Friday, Cyber Monday event. And she said, I had people who couldn't make my event, but they still wanted to give me money. And I didn't know what to do with that. And I kind of just looked at her and said, so how did you receive it? And she was like, I didn't know what to say. Like she couldn't come for the event. She was going to participate. She couldn't come, but she said, I just want to bless you. And I just want to give you some money. Can I do that? And she's like, it was so weird for me to just say yes, because there was no transaction, I didn't do services. She didn't buy a product. It was just so weird. And I think in that honesty, it's not that it's weird. It's that our clients are wanting to celebrate us too. They want to tell other people about what you offer. It's a mutual thing when you look at your business and start understanding it's more than transactions with your clients. They in turn reflect what you do. You know, the one thing I will always talk about especially when it comes to clients, is they're really a reflection of you? So I used to talk about this when I used to do my YouTube channel and I had my YouTube videos on there and it's old, it's probably still there. And I would say, um, if you're late, your clients are going to be late. If you complain, your clients are going to complain. If you don't communicate, they're not going to communicate with you. Like they're a true reflection. So in this esthetician explaining how she didn't know what to do, She was appreciating the clients and the client couldn't make it and she wanted to appreciate her back. And it's a wonderful thing to see when the esthetician who's celebrating the clients can kind of see, I understand what Stephanie's saying now. It's more than a transaction. And my clients from this point on are more consistent. They're not canceling. They're looking forward to their services with me. It changes the way you have your relationship. With your clients, and we are in the relationship business. I've said this my entire podcast. We just happen to do services, but our business is based off of relationships. In that relationship, the celebration and appreciation has to be public. And when I say this, a lot of estheticians kind of have a reaction to that. What do you mean by public? I'm not talking about showing showing off on socials or having paparazzi, which is always encouraged. But what I am talking about. Is celebrating in public so that people know that you're appreciating the clients that give your business money. So if you're not celebrating your clients, I would challenge you to go very simple. When's the last time you did a thank you card event? So you took a week and every client that came in got a thank you card and either a little water bottle, a little note, Um, a piece of candy and a mesh bag, a sample, whatever. When's the last time you did that kind of celebration? It doesn't have to be complicated. But people get excited when they get gifts. We all know this. And the reason I actually do an entire mastermind. So the difference between a masterclass and a mastermind for me. So a masterclass is something that you would watch on your own, self-paced. You watch as many times as you want, take your notes, do your action items, blah, blah, blah. A mastermind is live and in person with me. So that's two hours. We're planning out everything A, B, C, D. You're executing A, B, C, D. We're having timelines for A, B, C, D. You're going to do marketing for A, B, C, D. And here's the execution. You go. So it's intense with me in a group. And I love doing these types of masterminds because I love helping people understand, especially those who've done appreciation events, they see the difference in how the clients are acting. They see the difference in referrals because my esthetician did an event and you got to make sure you're with us so you can take part of it. Or my esthetician does, you know, random kick pop days. So people that come in, they get a cake pop and a $5 Starbucks card. Those types of things are referred. Here's the thing. We all do the same thing. We all do the same services. What sets us apart is how we appreciate our clients, how we celebrate our clients, and how well we are relating to our clients. Clients will refer experiences. They will always refer that first, specifically because we do all the same thing. So when a client is referring, they're going to talk about their experience with you. She made me feel comfortable. I enjoyed coming to her space. It was quiet. It was comforting. Her bed was wonderful. Very few people talk about the service itself. They talk about the experience. So when you start adding celebrations and appreciations, those two are experiences that you want your clients to discuss and refer with. Because when people start talking about, oh my gosh, she gives you just a random cake pop day. Oh yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, I, I can't wait to be a part of cake pop day too. How do I get into that? Oh wow. She did a client appreciation. Everyone got free chair massage. When was that? How did I miss that? How can you didn't bring me? All of these things are based on experiences. So when I break down the referral method, the client appreciation, The celebrations, all of those are based in experiences. If you know that every esthetician does the same thing, regardless if they offer the services or not, but we all do the same thing, then you absolutely understand it comes down to experience now. So what you're doing and what you're providing, is it referable? Because it'll be based on the the experience, how they felt, what they saw, what they smelled. How quiet it was, how beautiful your hands were, how relaxed they were. That's what's being referred. No different than when you start celebrating your clients and appreciating your clients. It's the experience of being appreciated that is referred. It's the experience of being celebrated that's referred. And that's why I love breaking that down for many of you, because you probably did not look at celebrating your clients in that way. When I said that in my title and I started this podcast, many of you probably rolled your eyes like, oh my gosh, I got to spend more money. It has nothing to do with money. You can go get a pack of thank you cards for about 10 $15. <laughs> but the expression of that thank you, there's no limit There's no money that you can attach. There's no number that you can attach to the return on that. And that's something you can absolutely do right now. And if you can do it handwritten, it is even better. Being intentional and celebrating and appreciating will change the way your clients interact with your business. You add that to the Facebook group. You show that everyone that comes in today has a cake pop they're getting a cookie. You show off where that cookie's from, especially if it's from a local, right? They're all going to want to go support that as well. Then you've built that relationship. My esthetician sent me over here because she gave me a cookie on um, client day. And they're like, oh, you now built a relationship. Celebrating your clients, appreciating your clients, in my opinion, is just as important as ordering products selling retail, doing services. It's all to solidify the relationship that you have. And I do have estheticians reach out to me saying, I don't get that many referrals. And I never talk about how much their service is or what they're offering. I do talk about how are you celebrating or appreciating your clients? And they're like, I'm not sure what you mean. And then I automatically know you're not. See, the thing about referrals, and I think this is why so many of us were so confused by referrals. We know we need them. We know that there have to be a part of our business, but we don't know how to get clients to really refer because the referral has nothing to do with what you offer. It literally has to do with the experiences you offer, not the services, not how much they are, not products, not what you're selling. Literally, it is about experiences. So if your experience Is it one that's referable? Then that's where we start first before we start changing services. At the Esthetician Summit last year in 23, I actually did a presentation called the VIP experience. And that, I actually made a masterclass, which is available in the Esthetician business community. And I basically broke down why clients want to feel like they're a VIP, regardless of what service they're offered. And when I was doing that presentation, and of course, I love to do, you know, open conversations. I love when people ask questions. I love when people have things to add. There was an esthetician named Sandra. She came up and spoke and we had microphones handed out. And she said that she loves being able to customize her services, but it's not in the traditional way of customizing. What she does is, is when clients come in, she gives them a, um, it's a sheet and they get to mark off what they want. So she gives them an option of what type of music they want. She gives them an option of what type of scent they want to experience today. And she also asks them what their mood is. Do you feel tired? Do you feel sluggish? Do you feel um, happy? Do you feel sad? And she allows them to put it down and really doesn't discuss it. This is their experience. And so what she does is she will customize the sense that they'll be smelling that day, the type of music they want to hear if they decide to choose it and what their mood is. And I find it very interesting because people were so receptive to that, but that's a level of VIP experience that had nothing to do with income. There's no extra money added to that. that. That's no cost. Saying someone wants to have a lavender scent or they want a relaxing scent, you know, that's easy. Changing the music based on what they like to hear if they want to, that's easy. Letting them know how you feel so that you could either help them relax or be stressed, you know, reduce stress and all of this. And it was interesting because the people automatically who thought of this thought about just skincare services. She also does waxing. She said, no, I do the same thing everyone gets treated the same. So even if I'm waxing, waxing someone and they want a certain scent to be there, I will choose it or they'll choose it and then I'll provide it. And she said, it doesn't even have to be in the air. It could be something really subtle. It could be something that's in the towels that's sitting there. It could be something that I use for them to um, put on their hands before they leave. Like she's all, it's very subtle. And I love when estheticians get together and they share this type of information because many of you often go to the monetary aspect of it instead of the experience of it. I'm pretty sure you know, and she is booked, but that's the type of experience that people will refer. And because they'll refer that experience, she in turn gets referrals. And in that referral, no one's talking about how much a service is. No one's talking about that. They just want to experience what clients are current experience and what they tell their family and friends that they experience. I hope that makes sense. Celebrating your clients does not mean that it always has to be a party or you know something where it's going to have a lot of expenses. You can tweak and celebrate your clients every day if you wanted to. Treating your clients like a VIP is something that's celebrating them. They're very important to your business. I put that under celebration and appreciation. I appreciate you coming into my business to give my business money. I'm going to treat you like a VIP. That is now a referable experience. It's all connected. And those little changes or those little offerings are highly referable cuz not every esthetician is going to go and offer that even though they have the capability to do it. And that's why I think when we start understanding that we're in the relationship business, it goes beyond the expectation of I do, you know, amazing services, I have these great reviews and I have all of this. It goes beyond that because true referrals are 100% on experience. So whether you're celebrating your client, you're appreciating your client, you're treating them like a VIP, all of those are experiences, total 100% experiences. So I do want to challenge you. Are you celebrating your clients? Are you appreciating your clients? Do your clients feel like they're a VIP? Are you communicating well? Do they know what's happening in your business? Do you have new services? Not everyone talks about. Do you have new products? Not everybody talks about. Like all of these things, in my opinion, are so intertwined that if you drop one or two of them, people feel like they are they're not they're not connected to you anymore. I talk about this a lot when I do our group group coaching, and I'm always bringing up the Facebook groups because the estheticians that have Facebook groups are busy. They're busy, and the reason they're busy is because they have created a community. And in that community, they're celebrating and appreciating their clients. When clients chime in and talk about, oh, I love the ouch bomb or I love the enzyme mist and I use it like this and I just started oil cleansing. All of those things have to do with what they are being discussed with while they're with you. So of course they're going to be like, well, what is this? Oh, wow. Yeah. I want to try that. It's a community. And growing a community in your business is so needed, especially in 2024, because there's people that are looking for that type of connection. They want to be around other people who enjoy getting services. They just do. And when you form the community for your business and they see that you're celebrating and you're appreciating, you're doing all those things, now they're going to be inviting people to the group, even if they're not in that location where you are. Because remember, we can still have business relationships even with people who don't come in and do services. And if you haven't taught, if you have not learned that since COVID, we definitely have to embrace that a lot more. So you're going to celebrate your clients who come to see you in person and in the virtual space. And I think when we start understanding that our relationships have to become stronger, we have to be more consistent, we have to communicate more. Our clients want to feel like they're VIPs, and when they feel like they're a VIP, they're willing to pay VIP price, then it becomes a different business. I discussed with <laughs> the folks in our group, especially when we did our call, it was the last one of the year, and I said, hey, hey, it's time to cut off some services. So if you have your service menu and there are services that you haven't done in the last six months, you're going to cut it off. <gasps> oh, no. You haven't done it in the last six months, it hasn't brought you no money. Cut it off. Oh, No. And I was cracking up because I said, hey, what if you were able to do the services you wanted to do and you felt good about every service you offered on your service menu? You, there was no have-to services. Like you loved every service on your service menu and your clients could tell. They're like, oh, wow, I didn't think about it like that. Okay, I'm going to cut it off. Again, that goes back to being the experience of. They know when you don't want to do a service, you know, like they know when they, you know, someone books, oh, I don't want to do that. They know they can feel it. But starting off the new year is the perfect time to raise your prices and take those services off that don't have anything to do with it. And that's what I talked about in episode 80 when I said why you must increase your price every year, right? And then you have new year, new goals. You should be doing what you want. So then in the celebration and the appreciation and all of that, it comes and ties all of that together because those clients who don't complain when you raise your price, they know this is how you're providing for your family. Those clients who love to refer, those clients who come and celebrate you and you celebrate them, there is a relationship there. You have nurtured that relationship. You have put time into that relationship. Then when they get into that Facebook group and they're with other people who also, love getting services from you. It's a different experience now. And I think many of you are ready to do those things and ready to see when you actually invest in that way in those clients and provide what they're looking for, celebrating, appreciating, and then what you'll get in return. Many of you are ready for that. And I will say in these private groups with estheticians, no one talks about appreciating their clients. No one talks about celebrating their clients. No one does that because they're so focused on either price increase or a new toy or another product, which kind of, in my opinion, really doesn't matter if you don't have a relationship with the clients. If you have products sitting on your shelf and you you know, have the same products 30 or 40 days later... You don't have the relationship that you thought you did. And you want to know why most people don't talk about celebrating, appreciating, or treating clients like VIP? is because they are in an environment where they are completely transactional. They completely rely on the transaction, which in my opinion is kind of where they stay stuck. Estheticians that want more We'll understand that there's totally more on that other side, but you're going to have to celebrate, you're going to have to appreciate, and you're going to have to treat them like VIP. And in that, in that action, you'll get what you want. So that price that you've been demanding for your hourly rate, which is reflected in the price of your services, you'll get it when you do that. Is it that simple? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think when we start understanding it's not that difficult, there is no secret in that sauce. It's literally celebrating, appreciating, and treating your folks like VIPs that you'll get what you want. You know, at some point in your business, it's going to have to go from a hustle and grind to a full-blown business entity, a company where this is how you consistently earn income. But to get there, you have to move past the transactional understanding that this is just a transaction when a client comes and get a service, like you gotta move past that. Once you move past that, then you're ready to see exactly what your business can do. I'm excited for many of you who have decided to take the journey of understanding your business in a different way, my podcasts were really designed to get you to open your eyes and look at your business in a completely different way. I am not a traditional esthetician. I don't talk about traditional things. I do talk about the psychological struggle that many of you go into. I do talk about either you do it or you don't. You know, it's funny because I've gotten a few messages from people and they're like, you know, you're very matter of fact. And I'm matter of fact because I don't want you to make the mistakes that I made in my business. I want to give you shortcuts. I want to help you absolutely have an experience that is not or will ever be the way I did. There is a lot of businesses doing well in our industry. There's a lot of business struggling in our industry. What I don't want you to do is struggle because you didn't know. So the reason I talk about the esthetician business community, the reason I talk about getting around other estheticians who actually are doing the same thing that you are doing or doing things that you want to do, because that has to be the motivator. I find many of you spend too much time in these groups and they're not doing any money making activity. And it's hard to understand that. But if you really understand what it comes down to is that you just need to be shown. You need to witness businesses doing well. It's one of the reasons why I created the Esthetician Business Community. I wanted to have people with me talking in videos, right? Telling everyone who listens how they make this amount of money, how they got to six figures, what they're working on, when they decided to have employees, when they didn't, mistakes that they made as well. I wanted that to be in a community. Because we don't talk about mistakes. But unfortunately, in our industry, sometimes a mistake will end your business. So getting into an environment where you can learn from other people's mistakes is totally unheard of. But let's be very clear. In every industry, there is a community of people who do well, who share how they do well. Now it's really up to you to figure out whether you place yourself into that environment or you don't. It's not going to be in a Facebook group. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not going to be in the Facebook groups that you have right now. Mm -mm. Because most people who are well and doing really well in the industry and they're busy, they're not going to spend time there because it's not money-making activity. Until next time, this podcast is sponsored by the Esthetician Summit. The Esthetician Summit will be April 21st through the 23rd, 2024 at the Plano Event Center. For more information, you can go to www.estheticiansummit.com.